that dates. I should probably go to my 415 class on Zoom, but not my 1130 downtown because that's a waste of two fucking hours. This is the Down Bass Power Hour, and this is my really great Jordan Peterson impersonation, eh? Okay, well, sorry, that was a really weird introduction. I'm really, I'm known for those. I was not planning on putting out a podcast this week uh, because I was getting skin cancer surgery, I didn't know how the recovery was going to be, so I kind of told myself, well, you know, don't don't release an episode this week, see how you're feeling, but I'm feeling fine. So we'll, we'll talk about that later in the episode, but God, there's just some great shit I had to share that happened in this past uh, kind of week and a half or so. So let's start out with um, the usual uh, announcements, of course. As always, this is the Down Bass Power Hour, episode number nine. Number nine, number nine, Beatles moment, number nine, this is really cringe, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead, because nobody's going to get it, but if you do, you're really cool, okay, no, I, I really fucking do have to stop. <laughs> um, number, number nine of the Down Bass Power Hour, I'm William Bazone, everybody calls me Baz, great, great to, great to be back here doing another episode. Uh, the links to my personal Instagram and the podcast Instagrams are down below. My personal Twitter is linked below. And as always, if there's anything you want to talk about, send me an email. DownBazPWRHR at gmail.com. Anything, anything at all. If there's a topic you want me to touch on, some article you want me to read about, what, whatever. I'm happy to talk about it, talk about it with you guys, because hey, you know what? This is my podcast, but I, I'd love to be God, why are these kids outside so fucking loud? I, I live right across the street from like a little like preschool and now they're having their recess and this is probably the worst time to record a podcast but hopefully none of you guys can hear it. you probably can't you probably can just hear my beautiful voice okay so enough dilly-dallying here let's get right into the podcast not into the news that would be really cringe if i said that okay so um god damn this is just gonna be a really long story but a good story a good story nonetheless so uh on sunday i went on a date can you believe it? Me, of all people, going on a date? Wow. Just unreal. So, context. I match with this girl on Hinge, like like one does, like me, you know, because I'm so great at talking to women. Um, she went to DePaul, and she was pretty cool. Like, we, we really hit it off well, and we really had a lot in common. Like, she, she seemed like my type of, like, person, you, you know, um, just in the sense of like, you know, we liked the same things, you know, she seemed really like my kind of speed, my kind of vibe. And so I think it was maybe last Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. No, it was Thursday. I asked her like, Hey, I think we should hang out soon. You know, do you want to do something? And she's like, yes, I would love that. And I'm like, okay. Um, I was going to ask if you wanted to come over to my place for dinner. Cause that's I mean, I don't want to say this out loud, but this is, it's like my classic first date move, right? It's, it's quiet, it's private, probably not the most comfortable for women, and I get that, obviously, and you know, she was kind of feeling that, too. She's like, well, I'd rather meet in public for our first date, and I'm like, that's fair, totally fair. 
So I offered, because she's like a football fan, kind of, kind of football fan, let's go to Old Crow to watch the Browns game, even though she's not even a Browns fan. She's a Broncos fan. Oh, my days, bro. Why am I getting notifications now? I got to turn on. I See, I never feel like I need to turn on DND until, like, I'm, you know, I, I feel like I never get any notifications. And then when I, like, I'm actually recording something, it's like I get notifications. And I don't cut. I don't cut these episodes. So just fast forward like 15 seconds and it'll, it'll be back in. But um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I invited her to Old Crow to watch the Browns game. And she said yes. So let me, let me break this down for you. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we meet outside like Wrigley Field, which is where the red line stop is for Addison. Um, and we walk over, you know, because the place you never fucking know what it's going to look like on a Sunday. I thought because it's a division rivalry game and whatever, it's going to be pretty packed, right? Because, you know, it's, you know, the Pittsburgh game. Well, that was on a Thursday night too. But, you know, the Pittsburgh game had a thousand people there, man. A thousand people. And I think the Monday night game, I'm probably not going to that game. But holy shit, dude, that's probably going to have another like 800, 900 people there. I would not be surprised. And also they're on untapping Christmas ale from Great Lakes. So that's exciting. But regardless, we get there at 11. And it's, like, not very busy. So I'm like, okay, that's not ideal, but we'll make it work. So, I, I mean, I literally, I don't even know what to say. This date just did not go well. In, in short, it did not go well. I, I feel like I didn't need, like, a three-minute overture of all this background to tell you that. But I feel like it's important. Because we had a good relationship, we were, you know, getting on the right right page, you know. So we, we sit there and we start talking. I feel like I, the whole day, I just asked her everything. She did not once ask me a question about me. She did not, like, engage in any conversation or start anything. You know what I mean? She didn't, like, start anything. Like, I was the one who had to ask all the questions. And when we talked, it went well. You know, I, I can't really say it was bad or whatever, because it was a good conversation, but she would never ask me anything, you know? Um, and I was like, damn, okay, that's kind of weird. I, I, kinda, I noticed this like an hour into the date. I was like, fuck me, dude. Like, this is not going well. Because it's like when you, I feel like I tried too hard, you know? Like, I, I just don't know what was up. Like, I get nerves, but at least act like you're interested in going on a date with me instead of like making me ask all the questions. So, yeah, that went on. She took, like, an ungodly number of bathroom breaks. I drank way more liquid than her, and she was getting up to go to the bathroom for, like, 10 minutes at a time, like, maybe maybe 10 times. So she probably spent about, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say 25% of the game, but probably 20 to 25% of the game in the bathroom. Like, dead ass. Like, I'm not even kidding. That's how much time she was not there. And I don't, I don't know if it was a me thing. I don't know if it was a her thing, but okay. It's, it'll get important later. So... The game ends, we lose, some fucking bullshit calls at the end of the game, I was fucking pur- you know, furious, you know, and um, we walk back to the, the train station, we like talk, because we both, you know, the train, it's the red line train, it goes from that station, so she goes south, I go north, um, and we're just sitting there on the platform, we talk for a few minutes, and then nothing, she does not say one word to me, we're like both looking at our phones, it is so painfully awkward, I'm like, please can this train get here any fucking faster, and we say goodbye, I'm like, you know, have a great week, kick some ass, you know, good luck on everything, and little did I know, that would be the last time I would see her, (laughs) because like an hour later, I get a text from her, 
And she's like, uh, well, I text, I, I Snapchat her first. I'm like, hey, you know, it was really fun. Thanks for coming out today. And she's like, yeah, you know, I had a lot of a really fun time. But she's like, I'm going to be completely, uh, completely honest with you. I just want to be platonic. I think it would be better if we would be platonic. And I'm like, look, she kind of made my job easier in a way because I was going to start distancing myself a little bit. So that definitely saved me some time and hassle. But I'm like, are you really going to tell me that an hour after this date ended? Like, that lunch was not not cheap, man. Like, I paid probably about 60 bucks for two people. It was like 50, 47, I think, was the total for two people, which is, like, not amazingly cheap for what it's worth when you're paying for half-price appetizers, you know? But anyways, my charge got charged for 60. They removed the charge. That didn't take too long to figure out. But um, yeah, so a lot. It was, not, it was not a cheap date. I paid for it. She didn't offer. I was like, I, I knew what I had to do it. I knew I had to pay because that's what guys do. They pay on the first date. She said thank you, of course. I don't really expect her to say it, but, you know, it was a nice gesture. So she texts me she wants to be platonic. And I'm like, at least you were honest with me. That's all I can say. So I'm kind of not, it's not that I'm mad. I'm sort of just like, damn, like really like an hour after the date's over, you're going to do this to me. I'm used to this shit happening, just, like, it not working out, but, like, this just felt weird in a way, because I felt like she's really somebody I could have, like, you know, gone on multiple dates with, had, you know, a good time with, but clearly it just didn't work for her, and I was like, I can't be mad at her for that, so I made a little, I made a little post, if you will, uh, a little Snapchat, a little fun, little fun little joke. Clearly I learned nothing from the Seabat incident, because this is another, like, lack of judgment on my part, but I didn't think anything of it. Again, I didn't think anything of it. So the post went something like this. It was like, conversation started, zero, bathroom breaks taken, like 15, dollars lost, 60. Hey, I think we should, I should be honest, I think we should be platonic tax received. One, MVP numbers. I thought it was pretty funny, and a lot of people did. So I submitted it to LUC Chicks, which is like the girl's account for Loyola, it ended up becoming the most viewed video on their page overnight. Overnight. Now I think it's at like almost 11,000 views. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Did I think when I, when I made this that it was going to get this big? No. So this is where it gets fun. So I am waiting for uh, the bus to go to my surgery on Monday because, you know, can't get anywhere directly here in this damn city. Um, and I she hadn't texted me for like, 15, 16 hours. Like, she left me undelivered. And then I see her typing, and I'm like, this is not good. Because whenever you see, like, is typing after, like, a while of not hearing from them, it's not good. And of course, I was right. It was not good. She saw the video. Her sister's boyfriend or something goes to Loyola, saw the video, and it got sent to her. And she's like, I don't think you needed to, you know, tell everybody how this date went. What are the fucking odds of this, man? What are the fucking odds? I mean, seriously, I was not trying to badmouth you. Like, that's what I, I need to make that so fucking crystal clear. It was not meant to badmouth you. It was meant to be satire. It was meant to be funny. I was not trying to make fun of anybody. But clearly, you can't win. You can't fucking win. Chicago is a way smaller city than you think it is. Three million people, anybody can see that shit. It's like, it's insane how this happens to me. To be fair, 
I do take the blame for it. Again, that's my own fault. I, I ran that risk. But it makes it was weird because somebody commented. I'll pull up the comment right now because it was like so weirdly specific. And I'm like, there's no way this girl does not have a bone to pick in this fight. So it, it, it read like this. She tagged me. She's like, at the Baz, why do you look like someone who expected the girl to like you back because you got her some half-priced appetizers, then advertise it to the girls' page of your of your school. Fumble for sure, bro. Because my comment was, is bag fumbling a skill I can add to my LinkedIn page? Seven likes. I thought that was decently funny. Um, like, and this girl was so I I again, I am convinced this girl had some some bone to pick in this fight. There's no way she she didn't. You know what I mean? So I like messaged her and I was an idiot for doing that anyways because I, I just wanted to explain like, hey, this is this is like how the date went. I'm like, fuck. So then she's like responded back, whatever. And I was like, yep, okay, your points make sense. It's well taken, but it's a risk I'm, I'm taking. And so, yeah, that was that. She basically, um, yeah, she's like, well, she basically she wasn't like mad. It was basically like you fucked up, but I'm going to be really nice about it. That That's what it was. And I was like, Okay, well, you know, she's like, well, it was my first date after a tough breakup, and I'm not used to the dating scene. I'm like, really? Does this really have to happen right now? Like, I, I just don't even know where I stand, man. Do I think I did anything wrong? No, I don't. It's my own opinion. It's my own life, and I can share it with people. I, I like to do things to be funny, and clearly people don't understand my sense of humor. But at the same time... I feel like I unintentionally hurt way too many people just without even thinking, you know? It's a good reflection to have. It took me like 21 years to realize it, but shit, you gotta have it eventually, right? Because I feel like with the Seabat thing, I definitely hurt some people. Maybe not like they took it way too personally, but you know, that's a whole different story we can have. But this just feels like, man, like I did not want this to really be the way it was. And even her friends were commenting on it like, this is embarrassing for you. You know, her little brother was like, hey, this, I'm sure your date really appreciates. I'm like, just leave me alone. It's not that deep, bro. Like, damn. So date fail and my own fail. That That's basically that. And I probably went on for what? How, how long has this bit gone on for? Fucking 15 minutes? Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that was that was pretty long. But yeah, it was it was bad. That was probably the the worst date I've had. Maybe ever. Damn, man. To, to say well, to be fair, I haven't had a million dates before. Like I'm that guy, but that was a bad date, man. A really bad date. Mm, okay, skin cancer surgery. Uh, I had it. It went well. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm totally okay. Um. Yeah. So I went, and they they took the skin out. They said they had to go all the way down to the fat to find healthy skin. So I'm like, okay, so this was pretty pretty serious. So they, they put me under local anesthesia. I was numb for it. I didn't feel anything. But yeah, they were kind of just like opening me up and whatever. But I think it's going to be weirder when they do it on my chest because then I'm actually like watching them cut me open and like take all the blood and like the skin out. I'm like, I don't want to see this right now. So... um and I'm sure it would not strike me if I have the same level of, you know, skin that needs to be taken out on that side. So I don't, I don't want to look at that for 45 minutes to an hour um, after, um, after, after that. So um, yeah, skin cancer surgery, it went well. I'm okay. 
Thank you for all the messages. I really appreciate it. It means a hell of a lot. But I'm okay. I'm going to make it. I'm not going to die. Basically, it was just stage zero skin cancer. That's what they called it. Precancerous melanoma. So I got lucky. I got real lucky. So Kanye West, why not? Let's talk about Kanye here because everybody knows I'm a huge Kanye fan and I've been pretty mum on everything that's happened. Not because like I support him or whatever. It's just so hard to come to terms with the fact that Kanye is just, he, he, this is all his own fault. I don't want to say it's anybody else's fault, but his own, you know, everything that he said has just been so unbelievably shocking to me because did I ever think he was going to say, yeah, I'm going to go death con three on the Jews. You know, George Floyd didn't die because the cop stuck his knee on his neck. He died because he had fentanyl in his system. Like that's awful, man. You know? But let's face it, it's Kanye West. People aren't going to stop listening to his music, playing his music, no matter what. He's that big of an artist. And for me, this is just my honest opinion on Kanye West. He is, to me, one of the most influential figures of the 21st century. Creatively, artistically, every other way, he has just been really somebody that I can find solace in as a creator because he's just he just, he's not afraid to do what he wants to do and that's why I've had so much respect for him. I never liked him for the longest time, but then I heard his music and it changed my life completely. Um but since the life of Pablo, we all know his mental health struggles, bipolar disorder, psychosis, probably multiple personality disorder, borderline personality, something like some personality disorder. Um just it's so like there's so much and I feel like this isn't his own personality rather it's being fueled by his mania and his erratic mental state and that's why he's been so damaging because it's so weird when you think about him saying George Bush doesn't care about black people but then poses with Candace Owens at Paris Fashion Week wearing a White Lives Matter shirt and buying Parlor, which Candace Owens' husband owns. So you really wonder if he's doing this because he actually believes it or he's just doing it for attention and to stay in the media, which is pretty much impossible for him not to be because anything that Kanye does, everybody will flock to it, no matter what. He Again, we've seen it with all of his album releases, right? Like Donda, we saw it with Yandi, we saw it with everything that he's done in the last five years. I'm dropping it today, guys. I'm dropping it today. Everybody's waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and he just doesn't drop it. Jesus is king. Same thing. Waiting and waiting and waiting, blue balling everybody, and then all of a sudden, it dropped out of nowhere. Ordonda dropped on a Sunday. Not a Friday, a Sunday, just so I can beat Drake out for sales. And it's just, I honestly, I don't blame any of the brands. They have to drop him. Balenciaga dropped him. Adidas took way too long to drop him. They finally did the other day. Gap dropped him. Um, who else? J.P. Morgan dropped him. It's like they had no choice. They had no choice. They don't need an anti-Semite on their client list, and that makes sense. But at the end of the day, Kanye West will always be an important figure for me. Will I still listen to his music? Yes, I will say that confidently. I don't want to say that I support everything that he does as a person because, you know, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm not racist against my own race. You know what I mean? I'm not like, I, I just don't even know what to say. Like, I will, I, I still will listen to Kanye's music, 
but I separate art from the artist. And for some people, that's difficult to do. But for me, I, I, I find it easier to do in most cases because I've been in the music industry for three, four years now. Like I've, I've been able to do that, you know? Um, but I think the only one that I can't is Michael Jackson. And, you know, after I watched <laughs> Leaving Neverland in the middle of a depressive episode, um, that kind of changed my perspective on him. So yeah, Kanye West, kind of a bozo. Um, really just, yeah, it's bad. It's really bad what he's doing. And I think they, I mean, Twitter really had no choice but to ban him or uh, he, they didn't ban him yet. They put him on like, they locked his account, but I would not be surprised if he's next to go. Um, Instagram banned him. Makes sense. I get it. But everybody's like, oh, free speech, free speech, free speech. And I say, you can have freedom of speech all you want, but you can't say that and then be free of consequences. Kanye is saying damaging things Right, even the whole Pete Davidson thing, that's like abusive behavior. That's like manipulative and just downright evil, right? He's interfering with a healthy relationship because he's mad that his, his, his like, even, like, wife just left him. And he's trying to, like, cause chaos, and he didn't need to do any of that. But again, it's fueled by his mania and just who he is as a person. So, yeah, Kanye West, the whole thing is very strange. Um, yeah, so that's all I'm going to say on that. I will listen to Kanye's music. Still, it's not like I'm going to be like, no, I, 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 I can't stand Kanye anymore. And I can as a person. I can't as a person, you know? I want to make that very clear. I do not agree with anything Kanye says. I'm not like a Kanye West apologist. Like, yeah, you know, this Kanye guy, he's not bad. You know, when you're, when you're getting like, you know, neo-Nazi groups in LA on the freeway to like Hal Hitler and, you know, holding up Kanye was right about the Jews. Yeah, no, you've, you've got a problem. If, if you if you have any any slight admiration of that kind of behavior. Um, so that's all, like I said, that's all I'm going to comment on that. It's very hard, and I don't want to be like, well, you know, he hasn't said anything yet, so, you know, he must be liking your favor of Kanye. So I, I just wanted to come out and say that. And for everybody who's made it this far, thank you. Um, that's all I've pretty much got for this episode. As always, um... We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave five stars, follow me on those platforms, new episodes every Friday. Of course, this week, there is going to be an episode. Next Friday, there will probably be an episode. We'll see. I might, I will take a break sometime soon. It might be in December. It might be next month. I don't know. Just like a week off because like, you know, it's not hard to make a 20 minute podcast every week, but you know, amidst all the other things, it's just, I kind of need a break from that. So we'll see. But in the meantime, thanks again for listening. Hope you guys are all doing well. Have a happy Halloween weekend because, you know, Monday is a Halloween uh, this year. Uh, so, yeah. Stay easy, guys. See you next week. Bye-bye.